Concordia, this is Luciana Gravota, your science reporter, and today I'm going to be talking about women in academia. Now, Canadian women dominate when it comes to undergraduate degrees. The numbers on Statistics Canada say that in 2005, 60% of students who got an undergraduate degree were women, and a bit less than half of graduate students who got PhDs are also women. Compared to 50 years ago, when women made up only a quarter of students with undergrad degrees, society has made a lot of progress. But progress has been slower in the upper levels of academia. Last year, StatsCan looked at 116 Canadian universities and found that women make up only 30% of full professors. They also looked at salaries for full professors. On average, women earned about $7,000 less a year than men even though they had the same position. A study at UBC showed that it took women two years longer to get promoted to full professor. The study was conducted way back in 1996, but after pages of evidence of inequity, their conclusion is interesting. They say that, there are ge- that the gender differences are in productivity, that women dedicate more time to teaching than research, and that, well, it affects their research. They conclude that once this is taken into account, the existence of a glass ceiling in academia is questionable. But take the case study I found in Bloomberg Business Week last year. Well, from an article from last year. A professor of finance in the States was promoted only after she produced eight academic publications and won several awards. Two men promoted after her to the same position had only a quarter of the number of publications she had. Productivity was clearly not the issue. Promotion to tenure track is a big deal in academia. That's because getting tenured means job security. It means you'll only get kicked out if you really screw up or if the university faces devastating financial difficulties. Tenure was created to protect academic freedom and let professors do their work without getting embroiled in the politics of their work. Tenure track means you have a few years to prove yourself to the university and to your peers if you want to get tenured. Alina Stanko is a professor in Concordia's Department of Mathematics and Statistics and recently became tenured. She says that she experienced some insecurity before getting the position. This is from a woman who has a PhD in math and publishes research like two-volume product inequalities and their applications in the journal Canadian Math Bulletin. I definitely became more uh, more secure, more uh, sure of my myself, and I think I'm more likely to offer my opinion than I was before. <laughs> then when I thought that maybe I will not be taken too seriously. <laughs> she also says that she sees insecurities in her colleagues. I was hosting a seminar speaker last week, a female seminar speaker at the analysis seminar, and and uh, she met a former colleague, and she said to him. Um, uh, I'm here for a talk, but but don't come. I don't think you'll be interested in it. And I said, wait a minute, don't don't say that. It's it's almost like you don't value your own talk. I hear this very often coming mm-hmm. from women, and I almost never hear this. I mean, in fact, I, I never heard this from a man. Insecurity persists defi- despite the fact that Stanko says a lot of progress has been made in the last 20 years. There has been an organized effort to encourage young women to go into math, things like summer programs and grants to travel to conferences. Much has changed since Stenko started. But then again, Stenko's department, out of the 32 tenure-track faculty, only six are women. 
and when she looked when she worked briefly at the University of Massachusetts at Lowell, she was the first woman hired for tenure track in 15 years. We are somewhat perceived as equal up to a certain point. The point where it starts to change is actually the tenure track period, uh, where I see women trying to prove more because the situation is like this. You sort of, as a woman, you sort of wait to, to get yourself established before having a family. And when you, got, you are in a tenure track period, uh, it's actually pretty much the moment when you're going to want to have kids. And at that point, you want to be, uh, you know, the, the career woman, but you also want to be the mom or the wife or, you know, everything all together. And I think that uh, here there is a lack of support generally from the society. Although the law allows women to take off one year for maternity leave, Stanko says that she and her colleagues came back after four to six months. A year away from research is hard to make up for. It's hard when the men in your department don't take time off when they have a new addition to the family. And Stanko says that for the type of research she does, a few hours here and there at home aren't enough. She needs to immerse herself in the problem to do good research. After a year, the children these academic women have don't go away. Caring continues. So where do they find support? At the present moment, I think we're lacking this kind of uh, support to women that are already lured into <laughs> scientific careers and they started and they are successful but they need this uh, um, support to get through the, the tenure track period, become tenure and then of course continue afterwards. Stanko had a female graduate student that she grew close to. She was able to give the student advice about being a woman in academia. I, I felt like um, I could encourage her more as a woman, knowing what she goes through to uh, offer her opinions and to, to um, continue on in her research. It was advice that she didn't get when she was in Massachusetts, where the only other woman was a professor close to retirement. She did have some, uh, uh, a number of questions about, uh, you know, is this uh, worthwhile? Um, do, I, do I really want to, you know, go through uh, these graduate studies and, and then found myself in the end saying um, maybe I have to give it up? And, um, yeah, I encourage her to, to do what she wants, what she likes, because if she, and she, she's good at it, uh, she, she should continue, because I think, um, I think that more and more the society will, uh, will pay attention to these, uh, these issues, and um, she has an even better chance than uh, women did 10, 20 years ago to find a job. While it's true that she will have a better chance of finding a job in 20 years, she still has, sorry, than 20 years ago, she still has less chances of getting a job than a man with the same qualifications. And even if women do get the dream academic job, they still face inequity in federal funding opportunities. In 2000, Canada established the Canadian Research Chairs Program to improve the country's competitiveness in what it calls the global knowledge-based economy. Its goal is to create 2,000 new research positions and invest $1 billion in research. In 2005, women made up only 20% of Canadian research chairs. Four years later, Science Metrics was hired to evaluate the first decade of the chairs program. They reported that women continue to be underrepresented, underrepresented in some medium and large institutions. Maybe the government didn't get the memo because when another federal program, the Canada Excellence Research Chairs, made its first 19 appointments a year later, they all went to men. Each chair gets up to $10 million in federal funding over seven years. That's quite a bit of taxpayer money to a federal program that decided not to include any women. Stenko again. We are somewhat perceived as equal up to a certain point.
So tell us, Luciana, exactly how many women have been hired for tenure track positions? Uh, well, I was looking at the number here at Concordia. Um, sorry, the numbers here at Concordia. And uh, over the past five years, um, th- th- it's actually been pretty good. Um, out of all the people, all the professors hired to to tenure track, 43% uh, have been women. Um, but then again, tenured professors, female professors, that was only about a quarter of tenures over the last five years. Um, what's interesting is tenure track lasts about five years from what Stanko told me. So I compared the percentage of women who got tenure in, um, who got into the tenure track uh, in 2007, which was about 39% to the percentage of women who got tenured in 2011. I looked at 2011 because no one received tenure in 2012. And um, that was about 20%. So there does seem to be um, a mismatch there between getting hired and getting tenured. Now, you could say that it's just a question of uh, that tenure track professors aren't making the cut. You know, that that happens sometime. But if you look at the number for uh, male professors, uh, in that case, uh, 61% of tenure track positions were given to men in 2007. And then in 2011, 80% of tenured positions uh, went to men. So you actually see the reverse uh, in men. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, there was one year out of those five years, which was the 2010, 2011 period where, um, the percentage of, uh, women who got, uh, tenure track was actually higher than males, but not by much. It was 56%. And that was the only year in which women fared better. But, uh, otherwise, uh, yeah, I, I mean, Concordia, it looks like it's doing pretty well, but there does still seem to be some, some inequality in that. Yeah, well, a lot, 20% only, you know, it's like a very large discrepancy. And yeah, uh, discussing the things such as, you know, um, encouraging women to go into fields like math and engineering. I mean, the ongoing joke in Concordia is like a woman in engineering, you know, it's uh, one of the big kind of, it's just known that most, it's almost all men in engineering and math as well. So, I mean, I think we have a long way to go still. Yeah, of course. And I mean, I did psychology and my classes Mm. were were totally female dominated. There were very, very few guys. Um, But what's interesting is, like I was talking about these federally funded programs, they really want to emphasize engineering and uh, the health sciences. And so in a way that also... um, that also disadvantages women because there's so many women in the humanities and uh, things like psychology and those are things that are actually not getting funded. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's a complex issue for sure. One step forward, 87 steps back. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> it really is. It is quite it's, unfortunate. It's making yeah. me sad, but we're going to try to <laughs> we'll lighten try, things up. Yeah, we'll, we'll brighten your day a bit. Uh, thank you for coming by, Luciana. Okay, thanks a lot.